Battleground Productions presents Brass, the audio serial, episode two, Unavoidable Delays. The year is 1885, but not one that would be familiar to you. For this is a 19th century that differs in many ways from the one in our history books. The spires of London reach higher, and several of them feature mooring masts, one of which, standing proud over Whitehall, is about to receive a visitor, the regal airship, the HMS Lord Byron. The autumn sun is setting as the mass controller scans the sky with her binoculars. Pretty night. Yes, Mum. And quite a sunset. It is indeed. We only get a sunset like this once a season, it seems to me. Mum? Oh yes, Basil. And tonight's is autumn's. The fiery sky seems ready to shed its colours upon departure to the changing leaves of the trees below. Look at how the crimson shafts paint that small overhang of cloud in the west into a coral blossom. <coughs> it is pretty, Mum. I've a mind to take up brushwork some day, Basil, when I am weary of airships and securing my pension. And when I do, I shall paint nothing but skies like this. Such beauty here in the winds above our capital is too lovely not to be shared. Um, uh, trailing clouds of glory, ma'am. Indeed. On such a night as this, I can well believe in Mr. Wordsworth's intimations of immortality. Heaven seems not an ideal, but simply a matter of achievable distance. What's the wind reading, Basil? I make it eight knots. South by southwest, ma'am. Shall be an easy docking, then. Any more after this? It's the last of the night, ma'am. Good. Look, you and I will both be home in time for a late supper. Won't your Irene be surprised? Won't she? Still, she's as likely to complain about me showing up early as she does when I'm late. Matrimony is a blessed state, Basil, and one that I'm blessed to have avoided. Where's our ground crew? Just coming on shift, ma'am. I hear him climbing the ladder. Good, good. So, Hardwick, you and the boys, ready for a... Hardwick couldn't make it this evening. Who are you? Never you mind. Excuse me, I don't believe I know... Good Lord, you struck him down! He'll be fine. Looks like he has a hard head. What's your name, my lady? Donaldson. Well, Madam Donaldson, as you can see, we mean business. What would you have me do? Just your job. I don't understand. We need to make sure that our friends on HMS Lord Byron successfully dock. Me and my men will make sure that all lines are safely tied to all moorings so the passengers can safely make their way down the gangway. But then why have... Where they will be met by our little reception. You see, we're inviting them to a shooting party and they're the game. Men, stow your rifles near the rail. And now, Madam Donaldson, let's set up your arrival signal, shall we? Mine it there in the proper order. I worked an airship mortgage for three years, and I know what's what. As the sinister crew prepare, the majestic airship approaches the outskirts of London, and Lord and Lady Brass meet in the lounge near the stairs leading down to the gangway. Excuse me, madam, but have you by any chance seen my wife? Very funny, Benjamin. She is about your height and complexion, but is no way as glamorous nor as exquisite. Exquisite a figure as you. Oh, no. 
and I am certain she does not possess as resplendent a gown, nor as exquisite a corset as you're wearing. Just because you haven't seen your wife wear such items does not mean that she doesn't own them. You're right. If I could examine them more closely, I would be able to render a more accurate judgment on the matter, particularly the undergarments. That could be arranged. Perhaps after the reception. Perhaps sooner. Behave, Benjamin. Here come the children. Ah, there you are, both looking more than presentable. A lovely cravat, Father. I borrowed it from your brother. Finally, Cyril. That huge trunk devoted exclusively to your ties has proved useful. Oh, shut up, Gwen, like you ever had to carry it. Your manservant does. He's mostly mechanical and says he likes the exercise. Where is Stevie? Oh, he's being lowered down with the luggage. What? As part of the cargo? Really, Cyril, it's outrageous the way you treat that poor man. Nonsense. He was wearing a same cheery smile when I saw him last. Uh, like he has any choice. That's how his face is set. But beneath that fixed metal grin, I am quite sure there's more happening than he lets on. Children, behave. Yes, yes Mama. Mama. Lord Brass. Ah, Stuart. We are approaching the mooring tower. I have been instructed to escort you down the gangway. What of the other passengers? Oh, you are to receive priority treatment. After you disembark, the rest of the passengers and crew shall be allowed off. Smacks of privilege, Stuart. Oh, Benjamin, stop being such a contrarian. It's not privilege when you're actually nobility. Besides, I'm sure it will speed up everyone's arrival if we exit first and move the receiving committee along. Precisely, sir. Very well. We will follow you, Stuart. Very good, sir. Men? We don't need an honour guard, Stuart. Please, ma'am. It is by request of the captain that you be escorted by these select members of our crew to the mooring platform. We would feel dreadful if anything were to happen to you. And we've docked. Follow me, please. Right. Let's go, family. Honestly, Cyril, you need to treat your valet with more consideration. You're twice the contrarian that Papa is. Stevie is happy with his position, you know that. You just don't like him because he's never flirted with you. As if I would give that half-locomotive the time of day. Now who's being unkind to my manservant? Quiet, both of you. Ah, they're lowering the gangway now. Yes, sir. I wonder who'll be there to receive us. I can't see the Prime Minister making the effort. He's got bad legs. Husband. Wife. Our steward has his hand on a gas gun and his coat, and the five crewmen who are following us have their hands on the hilts of their swords. They mean us harm. Ah, you take care of the steward. I'll tell the children. Steward! Children? Yes, yes father? father? Yes, Lady Brass? I'm terribly sorry. Can you help me with my valise? Certainly, ma'am. That's awfully kind of you. You see, it's so large and bulky that I'm afraid it's simply too much for me. I suppose I should learn to pack more lightly, but you know we women can be so foolish about such things. Would you mind taking it from me? I'd be happy to. These fine gentlemen behind us? Yes, father. <laughs> Ambush. You and Gwendolyn deal with them? Yes, father. Been meaning to try the metal of the new walking stick. Ha! Hurrah! Target practice! No guns, you silly girl. This is an airship. 
lifted by an artificial helium derivative that is inert and therefore resistant to explosion. Your shots will go through the canvas walls and kill someone. But they're carrying swords. And Cyril's got his cane. Would you like to borrow my sword cane? Yes, please. Here yeah, then. Thank you, Mother. Hold up, Cyril! Your daughter likes to fight. At least she's polite about it. Now, Madeline, help. What's before us? I saw movement on the mooring platform and a glint of a rifle. How many do you reckon? Hold up. Let me adjust my goggles. Uh, five. No, six. All on? With rifles, yes. I believe I can get two of them. That's no good. I don't mind being outmanned, but it's always deadly to be outgunned. So what's our solution? Hold for a moment. Let me open my toolbox. What are you looking for? An electrostatic generator. What on earth do you intend to do? Ah, here. How pray tell is that any help? Metal gangway, metal rail. Well, do hurry up. I believe they're preparing to board. Annoying little creep. They've got better cover than we do. It's simply a matter of exponentially increasing the output. Husband, less explanation, more execution. Yes, yes, all right. Ah! Gwendolyn, are you all right, my dear? Cyril just knocked out my swordsmen. Well, you tripped my swordsmen. But I didn't knock him out, you beastly selfish brute. Children, don't make me come back there. Now you two work it out. Yes, Mama. Yours, Gwendolyn. Thank you, Cyril. Husband, the men on the platform are preparing a charge. A moment, my dear. After, man! We do not have a moment. Then half a moment? We don't have that either. Then how about now? (laughs) That did nicely. Children! Yours, Gwendolyn. All done, Mother. All right, family, follow me. Have you disconnected the wires from the generator? Of course. Step lively, you three, and beware of more assailants. I'm hoping for some. Cyril, behave. Now, Madeline, Cyril doesn't criticize our hobbies. Be alert. Mass controller. Sir. Are you all right? Yes, sir. Though my man might need some medical attention. Unless I'm mistaken, here comes a policeman who can provide assistance. Lord Brass, are you injured? Not in the least, officer. Forgive me, officer, but can you tell us your name, rank, and serial number? Uh, Sergeant Brewer, ma'am. Borough of Westminster, 163. Serving under? Uh, Special Police Constable Edwards. He checks out. We need you to take us to the Palace of Westminster. I believe there's a reception for us there. Oh, there is indeed, ma'am. But we heard tell that there might be an attempt on your life. So you rushed here as soon as you could. Wonderful. Can you arrange a cab for us, my good man? My steam acne, ma'am, is, is at your service. But, sir, who are these men? I'm sure I don't know, Sergeant Brewer, but I suspect they were the attempt on our lives. As you can see, it didn't quite work out. You may want to gather up what's left. I think some of them may still be living. I don't know about ours, Father. Oh, a couple of them will live. You'll want to take the live ones and hold them someplace for questioning. Yes, and do tell us what you learn. It's convenient to know who's trying to kill one. Helps us keep track, you see. We've got ever so many enemies. Oh, yes, sir. Please, if you will, all of you follow me. I'll have my men up here in a jiffy to clean all this up. Ooh, a steam hackney. I've been wanting to see if they're as smooth a ride as I've imagined. I can't imagine it possibly could be. What does that mean? That you have a sensual imagination. 
What does that mean? Children, follow. Yes, yes mother. mother. No, honestly, what did you mean by that? I'm not telling you. You're not old enough. I'm 19. Not old enough. The family descend onto the mooring platform, and as the sun sets over the majestic golden form of the airship, they climb into a waiting steam hackney. But are they safe? And what of the mysterious minister who ordered the attack? And who is it that we'll be receiving at the reception? Find the answers to these and many other questions next week in Episode 3 of Brass, the audio series. Brass is manufactured by Battleground Productions. For credits and more information on our show, go to battlegroundproductions.org and find us on Facebook. Facebook.